Welcome to The Mother-Daughter Journey, a podcast for women working through the tenuous transition of a maturing mother-daughter relationship. I'm Abigail. And I'm Kelly. We know firsthand that the mother-daughter relationship is one of the most fabulous, yet frustrating, relationships you are ever going to have. Even so, we're best friends, business partners, and of course, mother and daughter. So join us as we share our ongoing journey and the lessons we've learned along the way. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the mother-daughter journey. Hi, everybody. Nice for you to be here. Thank you so much for joining us again. Let's see, where are we going to lead off today, K-Dog? Where, where are we going today? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. We're, so today we're talking about expectations and what they are, how they're formed, how they affect the relationship, every relationship really, but specifically since we're here on the mother-daughter journey, we'll talk about that one. I guess we'll touch upon it, yeah. <laughs> so expectations then. I know it was one of the things that we mentioned last week that plays a huge role in the in, towards the complexity of the mother-daughter relationship, right? There's, that, there's that word again. Complex. <laughs> You'll be hearing it over and over again, folks, I'm sure. So I think a good place to start when it comes to expectations, because that's such a large, heavy word, I feel like. It, it covers such a broad area. So I actually decided to just look up the definition as a, as a good place to start, right? That's always a good starting ground. Yes, agreed. So, Okay, so expectation is defined as a strong belief that something will happen or will be the case in the future, or a belief that someone will or should achieve something. There's the rub right there. There, yeah, (laughs) right? A belief about the way something or someone should be or how someone should behave. Oh, another one. So, (laughs) and I organized the definitions that way on purpose. <laughs> of course you did. Of course I did. Because as we went down the line, obviously, the last definition relates a lot more to relationships and what we are here to talk about. Yes. So, And um, it kind of alludes to the expectation of how someone else is going to behave. But really, those expectations that you put on yourself are just as kind of critical absolutely. to how interactions with people unfold. Oh, absolutely. It's not just the expectations that you have for other people, but those self-imposed expectations. Right. So let's think about this, Abigail. Would you say, or what do you say when you hear the word expectations? What gets triggered for you? Stress. Immediately, I hear the word expectation and I'm immediately triggered to just, I'm in a heightened state. Like just talking about it, actually. I'm a little, all right. And do you think that's just kind of our unique situation? Like, how do you think other people think of the word expectations? Because there's a lot of ways that it can be looked at, right? Like, when you're expecting something good, right? When Christmas is coming. That's true. That's true. I was going to say you don't have ex- you don't you don't have a stress level, but actually that's not true for you and I because <laughs> Christmas is a little bit triggering. But, that's a whole different worm cam, though. But yes, so expectations doesn't always have to have a negative right. connotation okay, let's talk to about it. birthdays then because okay i love my birthday it's a day all about me who doesn't love their birthday right well i'm sure there are people who don't everybody's a little different but <laughs> but she loves her birthday i love my birthday so yeah when i'm expecting a, my birthday every year like that's a, an expectation i look forward to that's a something that's a good one right i hadn't actually thought about that 
Right. So, so I mean, there's expectations runs the gamut of, of the feelings. But so for it's the interesting pur- that, that it triggered stress for me. It is. But for the purpose of where it can create a problem, right, it's usually, you think, stress-related. But in a relationship, you have a positive feeling about your birthday because you expect it to go a way that it has gone in the past because we always made a very big deal about your birthday. This is true. Right? Your birthday was a day all about you. Very true. That might not be the case for everybody. Right. And it may not be the case through the history of Christmas, right? right? Well, no, I'm just saying throughout the history of a life cycle, that same kind of energy, things happen in life, right? There are deaths, there are job losses, there are pandemics, there are things that happen in life that sometimes people are struggling and it takes away their energy. So I'm just going to go with the example of your birthday. It really hasn't happened for you, but let's just say I'm struggling or people in your life are struggling and your birthday comes and you have an expectation of how your birthday is going to go and how people are going to react to that day, but they're unable to show up for you in that manner that day, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. So expectations is very very tricky it's very tricky and how you react to the positive and the negative aspects of expectations because this all comes back to how we react to things (laughs) (laughs) absolutely what's that that saying that all you control is your own reactions right you can't control other people you can't even really control your thoughts sometimes (laughs) (laughs) right but what you can control are your reactions to other people that's a good point. Wow. Expectations play an even bigger role than I thought. I, I was just looking at it with the mindset of, okay, in a in a relationship between two people, whether it's romantic, friendship, mother and daughter, there's some sort of expectation to how that relationship is going to work and the give and take that's going to that's going, going to, happen. to be involved. Right. Right. And so yeah, it can create a lot of disconnect. If the expectations don't line up from both sides, can create a lot of disappointment if they're not met. And if they're not and even... a lot of confusion if they're not expressed. Exactly. That's exactly where I was going to yeah. go, right? Because sometimes we have an expectation of the way that a situation is going to go, but we don't actually vocalize it. We just ex- expect, expect that right. the other person knows what we want because right. why wouldn't they? Right, because maybe to us it seems like something so natural. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So when you're talking about expectations and the roles that it plays in the relationship, there are so many things to think about. But let's let's choose one topic and go with that. Well, I think I'm, I'm actually going to just backtrack a little and then then we'll come back around to one of those topics. But I think awareness of your expectations is a huge key to maneuvering them in any relationship. I get, oh, and that's huge, Sue. So now you've just hit on something that I didn't think about, right? Is sometimes we have expectations that we're not even aware of. We're upset about something and we really can't put our finger on it. Right. Because we don't realize that we were expecting something. Well, I'm actually going to go back to that, the birthday example, because it's, it's such a, I feel like it's such a great example to use. Like you said, if, for instance, if something happens this year coming up with my birthday and it's not all that I wanted it to be or expected it to be, yeah, I'd be disappointed. And But right now, who I am now, now that I'm more aware of, I'm the kind of person I hype myself up for things when I get excited and I fall hard, 
right? Yes. But that's, that's a me thing. That's something I just have to deal with. That That's my emotions, right? And my own expectations created that height, that, you know, that hype and that, that place right. that I fell down from to be so disappointed. Right. I mean, you and I are both people that, I mean, not everybody is like this, but we're we are highly sensitive people, oh. right? We feel our emotions to the no, extreme, <laughs> which is a blessing and a We're curse. We're robots. <laughs> no, there's, there's, there is leveling amounts of the way that people express their emotions and feel their emotions. Right, I mean, right. there's psychology books written on it. But in the past, I would have been so upset with people about that. If that situation occurred, I would have been maybe not upset with people but actually I probably would have looked back at myself and been like oh my god what did I do or what is wrong with me or why am I not important enough instead of recognizing that I just had this expectation for how my birthday was going to go because I created it in my head and I hyped it up in my head and people are people and that's because of your and let's touch on it this is because of your past experiences right so your expectations are formed from your experiences in life and everybody's experiences are different so hence why expectations can be so tricky so tricky and so for you birthdays were a huge deal it's how i was raised it's how i Mm -hmm. you know your birthdays were there was a big family birthday party we had cake the actual night of it fell in you know not on a weekend and then there was the kid party. Oh my gosh, yeah. I it, mean, was, it was like a month-long affair. As a matter of fact, your sister actually calls it her birthday month. She, oh, she still does, <laughs> yeah. I do too, Nat, actually. She's kind of just trained me to be like, oh, February, it's my sister's birthday month. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that's being aware. Now that I'm aware that that's an expectation that I have and something that I, I do, it makes it easier to forgive people or I guess maybe even forgive's not the right word, but... Definitely not the right word. No. Able to. The understanding that my expectations are not everybody else's. Just, you know, allowing the day to unfold the way that it does, right? Without any... No, you still get hyped up, but you're much more aware that people are coming from a different place. Expect nothing but appreciate everything, Love that saying. That is kind (laughs) of our motto, although it's a very difficult motto to live by. It is. (laughs) So difficult. (laughs) Motto, creed, I don't know. But yes, expectations definitely create some tension in relationships. And that's where I think when we go back full circle to where this started for Abigail, it triggers stress because I think a lot of the expectations she placed on herself or she thought were expected of her. And it was a measure of her her self-worth. Right. And... That is the same for me. I'm, I'm pointing fingers, not really pointing fingers, but calling her out, I guess, saying that's how she kind of operated from unmet expectations. She internalized them. And I've been prone to do the same thing. Other people will externalize them and they will not look and say, what is wrong with me? Why didn't, you know, what did I do to not deserve what I was expecting? Other people will look at it as what is wrong with you? Why didn't you know or why didn't you do right. what I was expected? Both views are not healthy. Neither neither view is a, as necessarily a healthy way of approaching expectations. Or, I mean, or to say it a different way, it's it's not productive, in, productive from a relationship standpoint. Right, right. Right? So it always comes back to what you'll probably hear us say a million times, healthy communication. Absolutely. 
you have to be able to and healthy communication with yourself mm-hmm. and with the other person in the relationship, aka the mother or the daughter. Right. And also, I just realized that I start a thought and then change what I'm talking about and get back to the point. On the regular basis. <laughs> oh, I do too. Which is why why we said right off the bat, we're going to have a lot of tangents. Yes. We're both, you know, we, we will. Everything circles together. Everything is interlaced that we're talking about. It's, and we it's have so these, complex. Yes. <laughs> and we have these notes and, you know, we've researched our topics, but we can just literally. All of a sudden, we're on a whole different train of Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, stick with us, folks. We'll get there eventually. Hang in there. <laughs> yeah. So. Anyway, so I guess the open communication I'll start with needs to start with yourself first. Mm-hmm. You need to be clear on what your expectations are for right. yourself and for the people in your world and then be able to assess whether they are realistic expectations yes, or not. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to jump in with. I was like, oh, if she doesn't hit on, on unrealistic expectations right now. I'm diving in. <laughs> right. And understand, too, why they're unrealistic, right? Be able to, Mm. sometimes it is a realistic expectation and you need to be able to vocalize or articulate why you think it is, right? Because Mm -hmm. relationships are give and take. So this isn't always a matter of, well, I don't feel like doing something. So it's an unrealistic expectation. Right. But people also have a right to say, I don't, you know, at times, I'm not up for that, or I don't feel like doing that, or so it's it's very it's a high wire, right? That you're right. walking all the time. But anyway, it starts with you. It it starts with you, and it it, and then the next step, like you were saying, is vocalizing that and articulating it, and making sure that the other party is aware of how you feel and the expectations you have, and how you view those expectations. Right. And then be able to talk about whether they're going to fit into the other person's being. Right. A moment or whether it's a great, okay, you know what? I get that you would like that, but we need to have it at a different time. So, and, and, you know, really we can talk, this goes back to conversation and healthy communication. Everything does. Right. Because at the end of the day, all of these, all of these little subtle issues that just add to the complexity of the mother-daughter relationship at the end of the day how we're going to get through them all and maneuver them is by healthy communication and self-awareness and self-awareness absolutely um both of those are critical for sure and i and i had a thought before you started talking and it it related to conversation and communication with expectations. Sometimes you're in the mood or the place to to want to have a, a difficult conversation, a, mm. a conversation that's very important to you and it could be emotionally charged, yes. right? Because this is what we're talking about. A lot of these conversations to get to the point of where- well, They're not easy They're not easy conversations. That's no. why we call it a winding path because it's, you know, it's up, it's down, it's curvy, mm-hmm. it's around, it's through. Yeah, and if- healthy communication were easy and natural everybody be doing it everybody would be doing it and we wouldn't be here so exactly so i know for abigail and i we've had several you know difficult or you know challenging conversations and Mm -hmm. one of the things that we had to work through early on was just because you're in a place to have that conversation, it's, you know, it's on your mind and you want to have it, doesn't mean the other person is in a place to receive that conversation in a healthy manner. Right. 
So with that being said, it would be a reasonable expectation to have that conversation at one point to say, this is a topic that I would like to address with you. And it would be a reasonable expectation for the other party to say, yes, we can address that. However, it would be unreasonable to expect the other party to be on board to address it that second, that second, or whenever you are. So it always is great to have the conversation before the conversation of, hey, this is something that I need to address. Are you ready to have this conversation? Is it something you can receive right now? Are you in a state where we can have a calm conversation about productive conversation, productive conversation that could be emotionally charged? Right. And you don't have to say it like that. We just we, say we know what's we know what's a triggering conversation and what's not a triggering conversation. And now we now we do. Yes. So now uh, we just say oh. I would I would venture to say most people do. Right. When you're about to say I want to have a conversation that's oh, yeah. that, you know, is triggering you. It's going to be a difficult conversation. Absolutely. Right. So, yes, you need to approach that kind of situation. One, you need to be calm enough to have the conversation. Right. Yes. You you need to say, OK, this conversation is important to me for whatever reason. I know it's going to be an, an uncomfortable conversation. Is it going to be an uncomfortable conversation for you to have or just an uncomfortable conversation for them to have? Or is it uncomfortable both ways? Right. Mm-hmm. Rec- recognize that. And then p- make sure that you're in a state where, of course, there's going to be heated conversations there. Of course, you you know, there's going to be emotional conversations like Sometimes that's impossible to avoid, but that you're going to be in a state where hurtful things like the situation is not going to be made worse when the conversation is occurring. Right. Right. It's, you know, that classic, you know, don't, don't fight when you're angry kind of thing or when you're not clear or you're, or triggered or triggered. But in, in this lens, when it comes to setting expectations, correct with with somebody else with your with your mother or your daughter specifically i feel like especially as a daughter coming to your mother it's it it's difficult if you're not like you and i have gone through so much that at this point it's natural it's natural for me to just be like hey hey k dog this is something i expect from you or this is an expectation like right just kind of for us to have that conversation but it's it was scary the first few times. It oh, and it was, and like, I guess that's the other thing to, to come recognize. To somebody who is your your mother, right? Like a per, your parental figure, somebody you looked up to your entire life, your superior, for lack of a better word. I love that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, no, ma'am? no. Yeah. no, I, yes, agree. It's scary to come to them and say, okay, I'm expecting something different than what you're giving me. So now I guess this would be a very prudent time to say that we're talking about how we communicate after 10 years of work. Oh my gosh. This yes. is not how it was at the beginning. And when you're <laughs> no, trying to God, no. start working on your relationship and you know you listen to our podcast or somebody you read a book or you pick up some sort of kind of you know self-growth because that's what this is about right right right. um material and you're like i'm ready to start approaching this in a different way that doesn't mean the other person is right it's you like there's gonna be some hurtful messy conversations when this starts like there's no way around that so you need to be ready for the emotions that are going to come with this it is worth it 
But we're not sitting here saying... It's all roses and daisies. It's all like, hey, I came to you and I said I wanted to talk about, you know, this touchy subject that I know is touchy for you. Like we mentioned it last time for us, it was religion, right? Right. Um, and, And beliefs. Those conversations were at first shut right down. Right. For me, I was, no, this is not happening. And I was so mad at you. And she was really angry. And at times she reacted angrily and we I had did. words. Right. And yeah. it took years for that particular conversation. I mean, we've been working on a relationship for 10 years, as we said, mm-hmm. but it took years for that one to even be able to occur. Yeah. For us to even have it in a productive, anything productive. Right? In anything and productive. Way. And that one's still a difficult one for us to have. And I guess it's the perfect example of... We still get a little heated and we have... There are times when we're having that conversation. Like I, I'm actually... It, it's a little ways off because there are more important things that we need to cover, I think. But we will have that, that episode. And when we do, it's you might actually even hear us get a little heated because we still... We feel very passionately on both ends about it. So it's right. It's a difficult topic for us. But when we get back to expectations, because we have gone off topic a little bit. Whoops. <laughs> but it's really the expectation of conversation that we're talking about right here. Because again, healthy communication is what this is all about. Having it is how you get to the other side of that bridge that you're trying to cross with the maturing Absolutely, relationship. Right. Being able to say, hey, or even in the midst of a conversation that starts off that's heated, okay, we're clearly not in a place to talk about this. Like, when can we talk about it? And setting that expectation, that healthy expectation, because there are healthy expectations as well as unhealthy. Setting that healthy expectation that we're going to discuss this at a later date at this time, Mm -hmm. right? And then being okay with the fact that you just set that expectation that it's not going to be addressed right now, even though you are hyped up or agitated or triggered or any of those things. Right. Right. But you're the thing to keep in mind with that is you can't expect back to expectations. Right. You can't expect your emotions, your feelings to also be the other parties. And you can't expect yours to take precedence over theirs. If they're not ready to have a conversation just because you're ready you're ready eager ready and raring to go (laughs) she's speaking from experience here ladies (laughs) oh i sure am that doesn't mean you should just expect that the other person is as well so and that's where it it all comes back around to yes that's where it does all come back around to and when when you've accepted that okay it's not gonna happen the way i expected it to Mm -hmm. And this is also tricky and takes some time. Now you have to put it away, right? Yes. In order to proceed productively. You need to put that, actually put it away and be like, okay, this isn't happening. And so now we've right. decided when it's going to happen. Now we have to go back to sunshine and roses. Like it's not even a topic of conversation. And so it, it it's needs to not be a lingering topic in your attitude you to each other. You made sound like it was so easy. It's just <laughs> not. <laughs> no, ma'am. We're just going to put it away and go back to sunshine and roses. And, it's, like, and, and please. Go back to la-la land. There, and there's, and we not always, we are not always successful at this. We definitely are not always successful at well, this. Well, I know. And sometimes it takes time and maybe to get there. You go. A you have to space. go to your own corners yeah, go to of your the own, ring. Exactly. <laughs> go to your own corners of the ring. Take some deep breaths, and then, all right, 
I've, I've accepted, accepted that we're going to address this later. I'm going to do something that... Um, and now I'm ready to not let it interfere with our relationship until it's time. Right. right. And I, so, and, and you know, stepping away to do something that takes you back to a more tranquil space, with whether that's a 10-minute walk or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, your, Ooh, a, a, car, a car ride with the music up loud. You know, right. any of the things that brings you back to peace. It doesn't have to be... We're, we're using examples of what brings us back yeah, to peace. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, I'm going to pull out a jigsaw puzzle or a coloring book. <laughs> Yeah. Personally. I'm usually a music person or let me go into the kitchen, start, you know, creating something with the music going. Mm. But, you know, we digress. <laughs> and and actually, this whole expectation conversation went in a direction that we didn't expect today. <laughs> it really didn't. Like, our notes are just... Just tear them up. Like, let's just throw them in the dumpster. <laughs> well, no. We know that expectations is really... it's This is a multi-week topic it really is because we didn't even touch on how our expectations are formed by our beliefs and our experiences we we haven't even touched on that so so we got ahead of ourselves really we we really did we as we were talking there was just so much more involved with the expectations topic than we even realized and but which isn't a bad thing right it needs it needs to be talked about which is Again, why we're here. Why we're here. And we have to just go where the spirit moves us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we just have to allow the flow of our relationship and our topics to unfold because that's, that's one, who we are, and two, it's how we approach our relationship. Right. So I guess with that, we'll have to end it and, and pick up this topic again next time. We will. I, yes. So that yeah, next time you hear from us, we'll circle back on expectations how they're formed and how your beliefs, how your experiences and how who you are as a person creates your expectations. Correct. And I also will touch later on in the conversation, one of the things that we call the great evil of relationships, and that's perceived expectations, Ooh. right? Expectations that you think the other person is holding of you and your behavior and and they're not even there. Like yeah. that other person doesn't have that expectation. And there's all this strain on a relationship based on an experience that you've had in the past and an expectation you formed because of it. All right. Calm down. We're going to we're episode that we're talking about the next episode now. <laughs> oh, I guess we're, we're, we're giving, giving so much. Away. <laughs> we're giving you a preview. <laughs> but anyway, ladies and gen- uh, well, mostly ladies, I'm sure. But hey, there could be some dads or sons out there yeah. who have mothers and daughters that fight like cats and dogs who are like listening, thinking, (laughs) I'm telling them about this podcast. (laughs) So thanks for joining us today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. And we will talk to you next week on expectations a little bit more. And we look forward to uh, having this conversation. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for joining us on our journey today. If you liked what you heard and are looking for more, make sure to leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. You can also follow us on social media, but for the most fun, go find us on TikTok at The Mother Daughter Journey. See you next time.